Warning, this program may contain language offensive to some listeners. Yo, I heard they don't like us. It's cool, we don't like them anyways. We'll tear your soul apart. From Von Adil, Riddle Me This, an endgame podcast presented by Limit Break Radio. The highest levels, the best gear, the biggest assholes. www.limitbreakradio.com Welcome to Riddle Me This. It's an endgame discussion about Final Fantasy XI. Today will be the first day that we're doing this, and we'll be talking about a bunch of different things. It's a roundtable discussion forum in which I will ask questions and interject as I see necessary. Um, we'll get into a big fight. Uh, Hayaku's not here, so we don't have anybody to talk over me, um, but uh, I'll be talking over all of you. Um, <laughs> yes. Thank you. No, no problem. Stop talking over me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, so do, we're, I'm going with the title "Riddle Me This." Okay, unless somebody has some objection soon, like now, and I, I, I have, you know, it was, committed. It was the best of the four titles that were presented. Yeah, yes. it's lame. We accept that. We're using it. Let's okay. move on. Okay. <laughs> so, hey, I did the best I could. Uh, today we will have the panel. Will be Blaze B L A I Z E. Yes, there's an I. I said an I. I said an I, didn't I? All right, B L A I Z E. I said that. <laughs> we're we, uh, before I even get into that. We're all on the Odin server, so uh, for for just reference for now, uh, these people will always be on the Odin server. So if you want to check them out, Final Fantasy XI, uh, FXI Auctionhouse dot com or FXI AH dot com. Blaze has some pretty funny f- pictures, but you can always check out our gear or anything like that. If you have any questions about the way we gear ourselves, or if we're just total m- moron noobs. Oh man, so, but I didn't do my hair for that. Ah, uh, ha ha ha. Anyway, Blaze uh, is our fir- is the first panelist. Uh, he is he's been on it in all of the time we all have. Uh, Blaze has many jobs leveled. Uh, almost all, I believe, almost to max cap. Just don't have beast leveled yet. Is that correct? Beast thirty seven, ninja sixty one. Um, I'm not really excited about either of them. If anybody out there has a party in East Ron for going, I'll gladly join it today. Okay, excellent. Our second panelist today will be Isman. Uh, he is the glorious Isman. Uh, he has uh, Paladin, Warrior, Beast, and Black Mage all leveled. Uh, all of them are well-geared. Uh, he doesn't really look forward to, to leveling anything else. There's no need because um, he's got all the jobs covered. Uh, is any comments you want to make? I'm awesome. All right. Sure. <laughs> he doesn't have all the jobs. He doesn't have support yet. <laughs> uh, d- uh, yeah, I'm not leveling the support. I mean, <laughs> four jobs is plenty. I got, you know, I got a tank, I have a melee DD, I have a Black Mage. And I have the Beastmaster, which is, uh, it's fun. So screw you guys if you hate it. <laughs> screw you, please. It's, it's when, when you level in your bards of 75 to help me out. Well, 80 now. Well, I would just like to say two things. First of all, uh, it's better than Blue Mage. And second of all, you would not, remember, you would not be accepted to a barbecue right at, as of today. Uh, because you don't have a support job. Neither would I or you know, Rob, Rob. I don't know. It's Red Mage or, support or job. Any or no, actually, it's Corsair. Vetoed. Yeah, vetoed. <laughs> Uh, I have four jobs in all they fit all the categories. Okay, that's great. Nobody cares. Uh, <laughs> the next is uh, the next person on the panel is Omway, and we do care about her a lot. Actually, uh, she is a white mage, dragoon, bard, ninja, ninja. leveling samurai, thief, some other jobs. She always comes on dragoon, white mage, or bard, uh, and she wants to come more on thief. I know she does, but she needs to get assassins on first. Uh, so, Omway, your comment. Would you like what would I like to say? I, <laughs> probably probably me? not much more, actually. That's great. All right, oh, moving along okay. is something something about fish and <laughs> chips, maybe. Yeah. You want to say something <laughs> about fish? Oh, you want to say something about my British heritage, don't you? Yeah. You know well, how, that, about, that, how, about, how about the USA okay. pulling out the draw today against Britain? All right, excellent. Okay, let's point out the only way the US could score was by. Uh, somebody's DCing because America doesn't like her talking English. about it. Ha ha. <laughs> Excellent. So that was appropriately timed. We'll move on to Iceblaze K. You'll sometimes we'll sometimes refer to him as Rob because we go by uh, his proper name. Uh, sometimes uh, Ice. Uh, you know you have 
White Mage, Red Mage, Paladin, Corsair, Thief. Thief. Definitely oh. Thief. How can I forget that? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we rely on Rob's Thief a whole lot. He, is one of, he and Blaze are one of our main thieves, but Blaze gets fed up with Thief every once in a while. Uh, Rob is a very good Thief. Um, he is also leveling Blue Mage because he hates me. Um, as I don't know if you've listened to Limit Break Radio before, but if you haven't, Blue Mage is the worst job. It's not the worst job. It's the most boring use. Yeah. It's not useless. I hate this. It's, it's mediocre. It's it doesn't do anything job. well. It doesn't do anything it's badly. That's going to become great in the future updates if Yield Begin is any indication. Yeah, maybe. I guess if you care about standing around for like a minute doing nothing. Anyway. All right. So moving right along. The first thing we're going to talk about today is VNMs. Now, VNMs were introduced in the last update. Uh, we're not going to talk about specific ones except for the Tier 3s uh, and Tier 4 Ilbegin, as we've mentioned before. Um, but some of them ba- bear mentioning in that uh, we'll, there are different ways to deal with them. Some are soluble because of the pinning, and we'll get to that later. But uh, the main thing I wanted to discuss about VNMs first was the overall accessibility of VNMs. While the first tier is a little bit, takes a little bit too long to get through to get the next tier, uh, it's pretty easy to do. It's a gr- something you could do with a group of two or three people. People claim that you can do it infinitely solo, but I, I don't know about that. It just doesn't, it's not as easy as people make it out to be. There are certain jobs that can do it, definitely. Red Mage, Black Mage, uh, probably a, pal- a Samurai Sub, a dancer, probably a bunch of other weird combinations like that, but not not. It's not something you would want to do and do quickly. Uh, I would I would think that two or three people, three people minimum, is you probably the quickest way, not the quickest way, but the minimum you would want to move quickly through it. And yes, I know people will say I'm wrong that you can solo them, but soloing them takes so long that and sometimes it takes twenty or thirty of the tier one kills to move on to the tier two that it becomes frustrating to not have more people. So I, I disagree with the notion that it's solo content. We'll definitely get rid of that later. The rewards for the tier two, there are no rewards for tier ones besides getting a colorful abacite. The rewards for tier two for the most part suck or trash. There are some like the plus fifteen attack belt is probably good for an Amano uh samurai, but I don't know if you want to give up other things like a Warwolf belt. I, I, I don't know. I haven't done the math for that kind of thing. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say was that Tier 3 drops are interesting and situational. Like the um, – what's the name of the helm with the plus 6 haste on it? Um, Acubin's. Acubin's helm is probably pretty nice for a ninja tank. Um, it doesn't have HP on it, but it does have defense. Usually HP way outweighs defense when it comes to that kind of thing. But it's it's not that bad of a trade-off. The 6% haste is a nice yeah, – it's, it's nice, it's nice for anything that you don't want to hit. Yeah, exactly. And, oh, yeah. I mean, the negative accuracy makes it pretty much useless. I, I mean, I, I, I don't think that 1% haste would equal out 10 negative accuracy uh, unless you have a huge, like, accuracy. You've already hit the accuracy cap and you're way over it. Um, which might be possible, I guess, for something somebody like a Dragoon or something like that with uh, with um, Jugner. Uh, but, Jugner, uh, the forest, because you're gripping it okay. all on his back. Jugner, whatever. <laughs> you know what? It's a conversation. It's not a heckling process. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, the Tier 4... Well, Tier 3 is also dropped... How can I put this? Tier 3 is also dropped the rings that everybody's interested in. Now, the top two, the, the top two rings uh, that come off from Ilbig, and I'll do those first, um, are uh, Dexterity and Intelligence. Now, those are both fantastic rings. I don't, I don't know exactly how good the Dexterity is for somebody like a thief or something like that. Rob, please... What do you think? He's always all, like dexterity. Yeah, are these I mean, it's, it's, all level six stats? I don't actually I haven't actually looked at the gear. Uh, it's all the rings are plus six, plus and then six. They, there's like the dexterity ring has accuracy on it, and, and the end ring has magic accuracy, and so on. The end ring has magic attack, bonus strength has attack, you know, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, what does the charisma ring have in it then? Um, enemy down, I think. There you go. Yeah, and oh, and the vitality one has enemy up. Uh, Rob, you said that, that it's good for Thief. Blaze, you said it was good. Uh, I would say it's good. Yeah, I would, I would use it over anything. Okay, cool. Uh, so a lot of people want these. Um, in fact, Clubber, who is somebody in our uh, LS, has recently gotten a Strigoi 
whatever it is. I don't really, really going to look it up. Stricoi. Stromboli ring. Yeah, exactly. The Stromboli ring. It's the plus six strength <laughs> ring. It's pretty much what everybody wants, and that drops it's, off of the Lord uh, uh, Barmuth. Lord Ruthven. Uh, you know, he's German. We could call it. We could call it. You are disconnecting again. Uh, the Stru- more than one we've six or seven, I think. Really? I, I just know the clever guy when I wasn't there. I wasn't there for the rest of them. I remember I was on vacation for part of that. Okay, so moving along, uh, I'd like to start a more specific discussion about VNMs, and I will go down, uh, and I'll start with Omoy. Um, this is a question about how would you lead uh, the VNMs. The first question I have for you is, how would you lead VNMs? Well, that's a very, very broad question. The problem is that there are a lot of ways that you can approach the leadership of the particular event. It's one of those things that's definitely suited to smaller groups of people to start with, but you definitely don't need large groups of people. Uh, sorry about the interruption there. Uh, we had a bit of technical difficulties with Skype and uh, Omoy breaking out. And you probably heard that earlier on. Uh, so we've switched over to Ventrilo. Uh, the quality might not be as good, but you'll definitely have more continuation in what Omoy was saying. So uh, the question for Omoy was, how would you lead a VNM event? Okay, as I was saying, the problem with a VNM event is that whilst you can start off relatively small in terms of the number of people you need to do things, when it gets to the, the higher tiers, and as the update has suggested, it's potentially going to go even higher, you need a proper link shell to do it. You need 18 people, you need possibly more than that to be able to achieve your goals. What then comes the issue is of how you're fairly going to regulate it. Obviously that's going to be tackled differently in different, from different link shells depending on how they have their setups. The problem is finding, a, I think, is finding a balance, because you're going to find that a lot of link shells, unless they're specifically just about VNM, don't aren't going to be interested in the lower level tiers because there's a lot less reward from it. Who wants to sit around with six people garnering points or however your link shell works for just to get your abyssite up to the next level? It suffers from the same issues that the Zeni NMs did, in that. You have to have a lot of self-starting initiative in order to be able to get any further. Uh, my question to follow that up would be, um, now, you mentioned that there, the tiers are different and having to require different amounts of people. Now, I, uh, a shadowed Yilbegin might take definitely 18, but you know, a non-shadowed crab we've done before with 8 to 10. Um, do you think the different tiers make things different in how you evaluate um, what points should be given or how rewards are distributed uh, you know should people who are farming their abbasites with other people should they be rewarded how would you how do you think a fair division of you know points or whatever a, 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 an LS may use is or you know time you know, how much time is invested uh, what, what would be a good allocation do you think to be honest, I think it's extremely difficult to come to a decision like that without seriously sitting down and thinking about it and thinking about where you want to get, fr- where you want to start and where you want to get to. And I've had half a day to think about it and I haven't really come up with anything solid. I don't particularly appreciate the way that barbecue does it because I think that it punishes the people who are have the drive to go further so that other people can then show up and then just reap all the rewards just because they put it on their priority list. I actually find that that's a, an unjust way of doing it because the people who do care about it are putting the time in, they're putting the effort in, and yes, you might get your five points, but at the same time, I don't think that that's a particular balance, particularly if you want the rewards from it as well. So the time invested would be something along the lines of you should be rewarded based upon your investment in, you know, maybe that pop. So if it's if you got the crystal all the way through, then maybe you should get first dibs on maybe the Magian items or the other drops than than somebody who's you know just happens to go to have, have been going to Fafnir for the last five years and hasn't done anything and just shows up for the last boss. But then you encourage people who you know who do the pinning technique to solo and duo these NMs like they'll get priority on the drops, which you know. Doesn't encourage it as an event. It makes it seem like it's more of a, a solo operation, which right. I think we all right. agree. You need to bring more of the link shell into it. 
Yes, I don't so, think that giving priority is the necessarily the way to go. I think that what you need to encourage is link shall participation right from the start, not just at the higher tiers, because that's the only way that you're going to get any further. So points for maybe time invested, either, whether it's your pop or not, if you go and help people do tier tier one and tier two, then you should have more priority for the tier three and tier fours? I'm not sure what you're trying to get with that. People that show up on a whim shouldn't just be able to get whatever they want. Remember, remember here that I'm not looking at changing barbecue's rules. Okay, we're talking about hypothetically doing it from some other link shell. The only problem is that at the moment that's the only rule base that I have to go off. But I oh, think I know, I know, that I people who haven't participated at all in the process from A to Z or wherever you end up should not be able to just then waltz in and then claim the plus six strength rank. I don't think that that really necessarily is a fair way of doing it. Okay. I think that I, if you I think show up at some point along the path, then yes, you've invested your time, you've put your pints in, you've shown an interest, and then you should be allowed to share the the loot. Kind of like a minimum participation qualification? Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's a link shell philosophy. I mean, it, it, I'm sure people have run into the same issues with, you know, Sky, C, and H&M. You know, there's people who may not attend Sky or C and only do H&M, but want items from Sky and C. I mean... Uh, there's link shells that have been doing it that way for, for years. Yeah, but that's why I ran Versus without pints, because then in, when it comes to systems like that, you suddenly have the flexibility to to shift, whereas here it's becoming a slightly more awkward, and you do end up with a certain, a certain level of unjustness. So do you think that perhaps when a new system like VNM comes out, would you want to... Uh, try to work it within your the system that you have, uh, create a new system, or create some kind of synergy between, uh, synergy is such a bad word, uh, how about um, Using like try a collaborative, words. yeah, collaborative, or trying to mold a new system into your old system, or, you know, create a hybrid, I guess, the hybrid's a better word I'm looking for. As exciting as, as VNM is, I don't think it warrants a new um, I don't know, a new type of event, I think it fits, it can fit into, you know, any H&M shells, uh, current schedules, I don't think it needs to be, like, it's it's not, it's not so great that, it, it, you know, it's not like Dynamis, for instance, it's more like Sky, C, or, or any of those types of events. Yeah, like, the Tier 1s, I mean, if you have Black Mage, you can go out and duo until you get the Colorful Abyssite, so, I mean, it, it doesn't take a full party to get to, to, get to Tier 2. It doesn't. It certainly doesn't take a full alliance to get to tier two, and when you get to the tier twos, I mean, you can you can do them easily if you don't want to pin. You can do them, do them with like six to eight people. So it's really it doesn't have to be a major link shell event to get to tier three. Yeah, I agree Definitely. with Esther. The problem is that I don't think it warrants a new structure on top of things. The problem is that a lot of the new events and instances and ways of doing things that SE are introducing into the game no longer fit the model that we originally had for doing H and M's. For doing Sky, they're, they're in for doing COP. In fact, for going to see, they're very, very easily delineated, very, very easy models to hang a rule set off. These new systems are a lot, lot more complicated, and therefore you, you it instantly interwerks an awful lot more controversy into what's going on. I, I totally agree with that. I, I think that the problem is not so much that trying to get something to work together with the system you used to have or trying to develop a new system. These, this VNMs and uh, even going back to say something like Limbus didn't necessarily fit that well into a link shell structure. So it does become difficult even because while Limbus is something you could do outside of your H&M LS or even Salvage is something you could do outside of your H&M LS, VNMs are something you probably want to do inside your 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 LS, so it's it's difficult to call. I mean, is it something you want to then outsource in its own groups? And I, I don't know if that's what you want to do, but it, it is, SE is definitely not making things easy for having to plan this out. Uh, oh my, the next question I have for you is: Do you think that there should be a separation in in points, however lotting is determined, between the Magian items that are needed to create the occasionally attacks twice weapons, and the regular drops, like the rings and things like that, um, because we've had discussions about that in the LS before. Absolutely, because you, the other drops are not 100%. You need the shadow on the arm to get the rings and stuff, but the other bit, the little Cynthia items, are going to drop all the time, so people are going to get what they want and what they need very, very quickly. The whole 
idea of making people charge for that becomes obsolete super quick. I think the suggestion that somebody, it was one of us had last night, uh, was that um, while all of the other drops could be determined by points, the person who actually does the abacite all the way up uh, and, you know, controls that abacite all the way up to the third tier would then have, uh, be able to I guess over priority because right now we have a system where if nobody wants it it's free lot if somebody wants it they can priority and pay five points if multiple people want a priority they can pay five points but the but maybe there should be a an over priority where the person who has actually walked the item through because they do know that they need this this kill to get certain items for the OAT weapons uh maybe they should have an over priority what do you get what do you think of that Omoy? uh I I suppose the thing is that if you're in a situation with a link shell where you've done all that work, more than likely the people are going to pass to you anyway. I don't necessarily think that that's something you rigidly would have to sit in, set in stone. What I Zero have more of an issue with is the fact that, yeah, well, you, there are exceptions to the rules. But you, what the more real issue is that, as we've noticed, it, not that many people want them anyway. Only the people who understand and want the Magian trial weapons happen, and that's not as high as the people who want the stuff from the VNM. Alright, well you're getting on to other people's questions now, so we're going to get, get back to that in a minute. Now, the next set of questions is for Iz. Now, Iz, you generally tank a lot of things. You've tanked all of the mobs, I believe, or at least uh, all the mobs that are interesting. Um, is there anything that you notice specifically about tanking, definitely the the third and fourth tiers that you think is that uh, a new tank to these should note? Uh, I mean, just sub ninja. Make sure you have Aegis, Ares body, you know, Bahamut's mask. Don't go gimping out with anything else. You know, don't be cheap. Don't have your Koenig <laughs> shield. Don't have your Terror shield. Otherwise, you're not even going to be able to kill the tier one VNMs. Come on, people. Don't be lazy. All right, all right. <laughs> So, so they're pretty much normal tanks. Uh, I mean, I know with yeah. Ilbegin, with Ilbegin, you have to do the the if you stand on its tail, it's kind of weird in that you have to stand on its tail instead of its front, and there's some question about yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like the, 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 the tier one, you know, you're not gonna be tanking them anyway. Someone's gonna, you know, hit it for ten damage and pull hate. You know, tier ones are easy. You don't even need a tank. The tier twos um, definitely recommend a tank unless you're uh, you're pinning it, which we'll talk about later. Um, but all the tier twos, I haven't, I don't think I've fought all the tier twos yet. But it seems like most of them do their two hours multiple times at um, what seems to be like a certain health percent. So it's yeah, something you wanna, you wanna, you know, keep an eye on and make sure you have Sentinel or uh, Reprisal up, or Reprisal. About the tier threes, I haven't fought all of them. I think the only one I haven't fought yet would be the the Antlion Oh, and the Jelly. It's pretty much uh, standard stuff, you know. Sub ninja, don't get maybe hit. Go, maybe go through each one, and because we did have, we developed unique strategies for for most of them, like the vampire or the. Uh, or, or, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The vampire one. That one's. I, I really like tanking that one. I don't know why. I guess it's because it's so different from any others. Um, the vampire one. The way we tank it is, we we have two tanks. Um, we use most most of the time we use two paladins. But uh, ninja tanks are just as fine. But what we'll do is we'll pull the mob to a wall and uh, we'll face the wall and the tanks will be uh, so far apart to where they can cure each other. But when the the, uh, the Lord Ruthen is running between you um, and doing AoEs, it doesn't hit both tanks. It'll only hit one. And that way only one tank's getting cured at a time and it saves MP. And what you do is you just ping pong it back and forth and pretty much have range damage on it or whatever. Or even melee damage. You can TP up on the... All the mobs running around, you can just TP up on and just weapon skill it. And what that... I mean, that works well. I've done it like that too before. And that works really well. And... It's easy to keep shadows up. You're ping-ponging it back and forth like that. Um, and it just makes it super easy. Now, uh, the crab itself, uh, uh, Crab Katoa, has, when it uses Venom Shower, it ha creates a, 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 a uh, what is it, a virus aura. Now, aura. that's something, yeah, that's something kind of new. Uh, is It's... I mean, when we're when we were low manning it before, we found that actually to be very difficult to deal with because not not for any other reason than it was just sapping the MP of the paladins that were tanking it. Um, what do you think about that? Do you think that's kind of interesting, or do you think that's just annoying? It's a pain in the ass, man. We, <laughs> it's terrible. 
That makes it more challenging, <laughs> though, and I think that's I think that's what we need as players is something challenging and not something like here's new content and it's so easy that it's not even fun to do. Yeah, but why does it feel like a virus or a feels like a virus or is or is like almost artificially challenging? You know, it's like it's like more than is needed to be challenging. Yeah, it is. It is a bit strong. It is a bit strong. Get away from Paladin tanking that. Well, I've read the BG posts where they talk about monks tanking it and whatnot, but I, I still think Paladin's the way to go. I, I haven't even seen the monk tanking it um, uh, post on BG, but I'll definitely try to check that out. Um, now, the other question I had about it, what is, you know, there's this ST20, which is obviously a mistake on, on SE's part where they forgot to put in the title for it. I, I, most people believe that it'll be called Zombie once it's updated, but what do you think about the zombie um, effect that is put on by uh, Lord Ruthman? Uh, it's pretty cool, but it seems to never really work for me. I never seem to get my juice, so it's kind of annoying. Okay, okay, that was a good in-joke. Um, but uh, it, the effect is that you don't get cured. ST-22. I mean, it usually, it, it usually oh, ST-20, gets... 20, 21, 22, they're all the same. Hey, ST-21 is Gil Finder, just remember <laughs> that. I, I was sitting next to Fronsky, and I got tons of Gil. Uh, now, the... Um, the the effect that it has is that it prevents you know you from being cured. Now most of the time that's removed very quickly by the white mages. So is it really that difficult to deal with? No, it's it's, it's really not. Not when you your tanks are separated. You only have to have one to worry about. And usually whenever you see it go off, the other tank can just flash or sentinel or do whatever they need to do to pull hate immediately, and uh, it won't be on you. And the white mage can uh, sacrifice it off you immediately. We've never had any problems with it so far. Yeah, I found that, I, I think that's a, a, a good, kind of, it's almost kind of a good situation for a white mage to prove themselves that they're, you know, on top of their game. Uh, a poor white mage could actually end up getting a tank killed if they can't get cured, obviously. But um, a, a good white mage should be able to handle that. Yeah, as long right. as people are paying attention, they won't waste, you know, hundreds of MP collectively. Right, and cure for that's and usually you. a problem for us, but we, we've got by so far. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, moving on to Blaze. Uh, a, a question about damage dealers for VMs. What do you pick for what and when? Well, let's see. You're gonna um, on Crab Cattell, You're gonna take Black Mages for the most part. You're always gonna want to have a Thief. Thief isn't a, isn't a damage dealer. It is to me, but it's not to everybody else. And uh, mainly Black Mages start out, you know, typically low nukes, work up to high nukes as it gets dead. Um, usually you'll have to kill it really quick because the Paladins will be dead around 20%. On the blob, it's it's good to have black mages as well because uh, it uses some nasty AOEs. You're gonna want to have two black mages to deal with the adds that pop from it. Uh, typically, two Thundergod threes can take it out if the black mages are geared well enough. You might want to have a third just in case one of them eats it along the way. Didn't they say last time they were gonna try and do the blob that black mages did really low damage on the blob itself, and that's why they were gonna take a bunch of rangers? Hmm. I we've done it only a couple times. I mean. The times we did it, I'm pretty sure it was mostly black mage damage, and I did okay damage on it. I, the, I know the black mages do very good damage on the AOE that then leads to the multiple mobs popping. Uh, so it's even if they weren't great direct damage, uh, they're almost required to deal with those little blobs because those blobs can can kill a tank pretty quick if people aren't paying attention. I'm pretty sure it has. Um that half damage reduction on physical damage, just like all yeah. the blobs do. Yeah, blobs, blobs pretty much suck. Now, we, I don't think we've ever done an antlion. I mean, there's zero interest on in our LS in the, besides ice, obviously, once the vitality ring. But, I mean, there's not a lot of interest in the antlion, so we've mostly been going for the other ring sets. So what about Lord Ruthven? Well, for Lord Ruthven, we use rangers, all rangers. It's just, it, it's much easier if you keep your distance because it has again nasty AoEs just like all, all the VNMs do and uh, we, we lately we've been subbing Dragoon every three minutes you get a 30% enemy reduction from high jump which which is just so awesome I, I, I was gonna I was gonna mention something about that I, I actually agree uh, that the subbing Dragoon is, has made things a lot easier we don't have to die every you know 10 minutes because you know the mob comes over and eats your face oh yeah I mean Ranger Dragoon on on the uh, vampire fight is so amazing. It saves so much MP for everyone. Rangers don't pull hate. You know, paladins don't lose hate. Uh, white mages don't die from 
you know, crazy AOE drain. Mob doesn't stay Black up Mate, for an yeah, hour that, and a that's, half. Yeah, that's another a problem with the way the way it's tanked, and it's it's not the fault of the paladins; it's the fault of the pathing of the mob. Is that if it if it chooses to use like a uh, AOE drain move while it's in between the two of you, it'll end up getting like six or seven people just because people don't know how to stand in the proper place. Not that could lead to some long drawn out mobs. But Our that's down to stone skin, and that nullifies yeah, but... the effect of the drain. Yeah, but all that is is proper lectural education. That means that you, your leaders need to be communicating with the rest of the team and saying, okay, you guys need to be doing this. And the problem with proper lectural communication is it never, ever ends. People say, oh, they should already know this by now, but it, it doesn't matter. People know, might or know, and yes, individually they, they might do, but everyone knows people individually are smart as a group. The intelligence level drops radically. It's usually the lowest link in the link shell, so... That information so, flow needs to constantly be there. A, a person is smart. A group of people are morons. Uh, a, a nice old adage that I actually like very much. Um, the other thing I wanted to say about Ruthven was that the, the facing away, uh, mages not learning to face away can be very frustrating and we've had that issue at some point in time where we'll have somebody who's always facing away and somebody who's always facing towards it so if it uses a TP move right when it turns away from the paladins, boom, they got doomed and you lose half the alliance. Right, and it, they should be buying holy water but you know what, that, that also is chalked up to the education of the link shell, which typically for us doesn't happen. You know, through no fault of my own. I, I do have to say that I'm now a new adherent to carrying a whole lot of medicines on me, especially once I got my Mog Satchel, uh, that I wouldn't normally have carried in the past when I couldn't carry that much. I think the Mog Satchel you know, provides a lot of opportunity to bring antidotes, and just to buy them, put them on you, and forget about them until you actually need them. If ever since I was left for dead at Promethean Vazel, I had poison on me and I died while everybody was watching cutscene. Ever since that day, I've had a stack of antidotes on me at all times. <laughs> very good, very good. All right, Blaze, my sec second question is to you. Um, how do you... Oh, oh, I, I kind of interrupted here. Uh, Lord Ruthven, uh, when dealing with damage, also has uh, uh, an issue with its damage when it comes to Black Mage. Black Mages, right? Well, Black Mages don't do great damage on it. They can be okay in a pinch if the person has no other job. And... Um, It'll obviously take longer to do the same amount of damage that a ranger will, but their hate should be better because they're not nuking as hard, and they're resting more than a ranger would, obviously. All right, we might want to cut this part out because Blaze it doesn't take any damage. I don't think it takes any damage from no, from it nukes, does. does Celestria it? did like three hundred a three hundred tier four on it once. Okay, we don't need to cut this out. I'm a fucking idiot. Okay, so it can take a little bit of damage. I've never actually done any damage to it, but I guess yeah, just it can. A, just a little bit. I mean, well, that's because you're an elven. You're, you're elven, Matt. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we Cel Celestria is top of the line black mage, and Celestria does little damage, but it is damage. It is positive damage. Okay, I didn't know that. I thought it was straight zero damage. Great. I suck as a black mage. Uh, now the last question. Oh, what about Ilbegin? Can you even? Yeah, we're, well, we're, 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 missing, we're missing one of the tier threes. Oh, for oh, the, that's right, Verthandi. I forgot about Jesus, that. Verthandi. Um, when, when we get to Verthandi, that that's just you, you want Rangers also for that because it's got you know a strip ga move and it uses a lot of uh, moves one after the other. So you want to make sure that you're at a, at max distance when you're using arrows on it. And try not to weapon skill and take hate because it'll it'll just it'll screw you up real quick. Um, summoner damage works pretty well on on uh, Verthandi as well. Black Mages it, it has like an, an innate damage taken down where it, you just cannot do that much damage, but it's more consistent than Lord Ruthven as far as the Black Mage goes. We killed Verthandi with, with a Black Mage Alliance when it first came out before, obviously, we got yeah. that used to what it, what it could do, but... Yeah. It was slow, but we did it. Yeah. Okay, so, so it sounds like there's a lot of Ranger, Black Mage, stay away from the mob situations with these mobs. There's not a lot yeah, of... Yeah, they, they besides... have so much nasty AoE that you, you want to keep people as far away as possible. If you're going to bring summoners, make sure they, they don't get caught up too close when they're using their blood packs or else they're going to die quickly. Okay, so the, I think that's pretty much all of them. Now, Tier 4, you'll begin weird, right? You'll begin has, so far as I know, three phases. It, it, you, you can take a Ranger. I'll go there as Ranger. You, you have uh, its low damage phase where I believe it's wings up or it's wings down, one or the other. And you do, I don't know, wings down, you do like 10 to 15 damage per arrow. And then the, there's a, a middle phase where its wings are up, 
or you know, in some middle position where you're doing like maybe 40 to 50 damage per arrow. And it, it's strange, while it's casting, you seem to do max damage on it, which will be, you know, like 80 to 90 an arrow. And if you're a black, you can you can do what, ranger damage, black mage damage. I mean, all the all damage when it's in its max resist mode is going to be crap, and it has a high regen, so you have to really time your your attacks properly. Um, a black mage getting like an unresisted blizzard four could do like upwards of 800 or more. So it's really all a matter of timing when you're trying to take it down. Big winner seems to be blue mage, I think, though. Right. This is right. the instance where blue mage is. Definitely important because you want to keep uh -huh. hate on your tank. <laughs> you want to keep hate on your tank, <laughs> so you want blue blue mage sub thief at a distance using cannonball, right? Cannonball. Man, yep. I don't know any yeah. blue mage spells. I, I have blue mage to 22 completely in astral burn party, so I have no clue. Okay, now if this was, you know, LBR, they would blank out anytime I say Ismen. I think we should blank out anytime they say blue mage. Alright, anyway, moving along, moving along. Yeah, exactly. Uh, do, you, do you think this is a good game design to do these kind of weird resistances, or do you think that's just kind of them pulling stuff out of their ass? This is, this is, it's, it's different, and by different, it's good. We, we don't want everything like to be different. exactly the same. We don't want everything to, be, to take full damage. You know, we don't want to be able to nuke for 1,500. I would love it, but as far as the game goes, it has to be different. The new things they put in can't be exactly the same, or else we'd get bored of it quickly. So we have to have gimmicks, like it takes no damage when its wings are down, and, so, and stuff like that. Now, is you say that you like different? Why do you like different? What's 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 better about Yelbegin over, say, you know, Siryu? Oh man, it's like, what do you mean? What like it's completely different. Do you see that thing? It's a damn dragon. Right, no, I, mean... uh, I I just like the fact that. You need something other than just black mages. Like if the if everything was so easy, like if you know there was no resistance or anything like that, you could just always have black mages, and then it would just never nothing would ever be challenged. It would just be like, hey, burst two, ah, <laughs> you're dead. But see, here's the and thing it would just be born. There's a good chance that Effie actually rather enjoys and gets a kick out of watching us come up with ways of getting around the designs that they put in. I think that potentially Krabkato was an, a way of getting the Varuna effect aura, was a way of getting us away from always using paladins, because they've become the preeminent tank over ninjas, and, or using some other job, or they're trying to challenge you to not just always think about using the same things at the same, th at the same instance for everything else. You have to adapt new strategies, you have to come up with new ideas, you need to stop thinking, yes I can only do it this way, and start thinking, well, how about doing it this way instead? And I mean, I'm not talking about Ghana crazy, but I'm talking about actually sitting down and, and applying some level of intelligence to figure out a good way that's both low on XP loss, but also high on success to achieve your goals in killing these NMs. The only thing that I probably don't agree with is that they it's just so difficult to use regular melee jobs in this. I know that a majority of Link Shells don't have a lot of people that have Ranger leveled or Summoner, so... It's going to be a little difficult for them to do damage if they if, if all they can bring is black mages. Here's the interesting thing. I think that we've covered strategies for link shells with black mages and rangers. Uh, if we were did this in verses, we'd have had to find a completely different way of doing this because we didn't have a lot of black mages. We had maybe one or two that we could call on at any one time, and then the rest of the link shell was melee. So we would have had to come up with a completely different strategy on how to make these fights work. If that was killing little mobs and then running in, TPing, and weapon skilling, and then zipping out, or having everyone sub samurai and doing it every five minutes, or whatever, you know, we would have had to come up with a completely different strategy than just right. using black mages all the time. Probably would have been like how when Dark Ixion first came out, we had melees, TP on everything else around you, and then run in, sub thief, sneak attack, weapon skill, and go do it again in two minutes. Alright, um, let's move on now, and we, I'm going to ask Ice uh, a question. Uh, what level of support is needed for the higher tiers? Um, you know, Corsair, Red Mage, White Mage, your healers, your support jobs. Um, I've always organized it so we have a, a standard tank party, which is usually Paladin, Paladin, White Mage, Red Mage, and Bard. Um, beyond that, even for the, you know, for all the tiers, really, there's, there's except for Yelbegin, you might need a few more healers, but that's really all you need. You don't really need healers for your uh, damage dealers, because 
you know, like we mentioned, we use a lot of rangers, and they don't, they tend not to, uh, to get hit by very much. You really just need the one, maybe two white mages, and, and that one bard in the tank party to, and the one red mage, uh, to keep it going. I think Sorry, barbecue tends to have a tendency to not put enough healing power in their alliances. One white mage is not uncommon, and I think that's too few. I mean, with Lord Ruthven, they will actually take two because they want to split for the tanks and make it a bit easier. In general, I always felt that the healing was a little too light and that they were more concentrated on stuffing as many black mages as possible in there, and I always feel that's a bit unbalanced. Okay, excellent. Now, the healing uh, aspect of it is almost easier on Yobigan because of the only use of one, one tank. Uh, I mean, we found pretty much that one tank is better in that situation than two, isn't that right? Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Uh, with, when you've got the one tank, um, and so long as they're dodging the dancing tails by, you know, they sidestep and they don't take any damage, um, it, it's a hell of a lot easier. They don't, you really don't have to heal that much. Uh, Paladin usually just takes care of himself. Um, you know, White Mage is obviously playing uh, more of a support role, doing Cure 2s instead of Cure 3s, uh, just not to take hate. Um, but yeah, one tank was, was the way to go. And we've tried it with the, you know, I, I know it wasn't mentioned before, but we've we've done different sub-jobs on Yobagin. We've done sub-war, uh, and we've done sub-ninja, sub -ninja, and uh, we found sub-ninja to be the best. I know BG probably disagrees. Uh, they, they're always talking about sub-blue or, or sub-war, but I think sub-ninja is the way to go. It mitigates a ton of damage, and really you don't have to cure that much. Yeah, I mean, we found that, the, I mean, because we don't necessarily always have a ton of damage dealers there, uh, so our, our fights tend to be a little bit longer. The um, the healing aspect me, with a ninja means you have to cure less and are less likely to take more hate. Um, I think a lot of the times that other LSs will sometimes use two bards to support a tank, and we won't necessarily always have two bards to support one tank. Well, no, every other game we've done, I think we've, we've, done, we've done with two bards. Uh, right, that. one for the mages, one for the tanks, instead of two two bards for the tank specifically. Unless I, I'm, unless I'm wrong. Get, I think yeah, no, double we, march, we, double ballad. Yeah, we we put on marches. We've even tried with uh, with men defense song. Um, I don't know, knights men. I think it's called. Um, we've I think we've always done it though with two bards in in the tank party, uh, just to be safe. And we seem, but we seem to have a little bit more difficulty with the Obigin than than other link shells I've read about. I mean, you know, you read about people doing it with, with eight or or less people, uh, and you know, we're a pretty we killed it. big link shell. We're we're pretty well established, and I'm just I'm kind of surprised when I read things like that. But we, people killing it with five people in 15 minutes. Yeah, we just used one blue mage for damage. It was really easy. And doing this like 15 minutes after the update. Yeah, I was, I was shocked. I, I couldn't believe it. We we tried it obviously right when the update came out, but it ended in uh, in disaster. And we haven't really done it with anything less than than seventeen or eighteen people since. Uh, well, so I, it, I know it, that we definitely did it with twelve the uh, the other day when we popped mine. So, uh, I mean, that was maybe. Was, uh, yeah, I think we started with twelve. It definitely was a non-shadowed one, but it, we we I think we started with twelve and ended up with like fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. But uh, when we started out, we were we only had about twelve. Uh, and I know that, that um, but it was with people that kind of knew what they were doing, Iz was tanking, we had some of our high quality white oh. mages. I was black mage, man. We only had, we oh, had was... jacks for tank. Okay, we jacks was tank. tanking. Oh, no, yeah, I was, ba no, I was, I was uh, back mage. I was ba uh, backup tank. I just stood there and got points. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. All right, Rob. Uh, concerning just the general aspects of uh, VNMs, what do you think about pinning overall? Um, you know, I I tend to go the other way. Um, I really don't like pinning. I you know I respect Keiko and and what he's what he's given to the community, but this I think is is more of a uh, a poison. It, it's really it, it takes away from the event. It encourages, at least in our link shell, um, it encourages people not to do the event as much uh, because they think they can solo and just because you think you can solo something uh, doesn't mean you know you, you're going to be able to do it consistently um, you can only pin these mobs in in certain zones you could do uh, Lord Ruthven and Zarkabar to the present I believe you can do uh, Crab Katoa and Eastron for the past and uh, you can do Vrthrondi and Saramog Champagne Champagne I, I can't pronounce it right but uh, but beyond that I really I, you know you can't do much else uh, that I've seen 
Um, I, I hate it. I hate the idea of, of pinning these mobs. It, it's ruined the, the event for me in this link shot. It's caused me to seek, um, you know, outside help to try and get my my stuff done. Just because people are all like, "Wow, well, you know, I I can, I can solo that." And, yeah. You know, of course they don't. Oh, you ask for help, and they're like, ah, psh, ah, "Hey, guy, man, I soloed that. Yeah, last week, yeah, five minutes. Yeah, you suck, or, man. Yeah, we, I did six of them." Yeah, and the pinning I mean, techniques—they're not. I don't even think they're. I don't think they're really time efficient either. I mean, even though Keiko obviously disagrees, says it's you know it boosts slingshot productivity, and maybe that works for a TK. But I mean, these these things take you know one or two hours uh, to solo, where they would take 20 minutes to do with a group, and you don't get treasure hunter, which does affect the abyssite uh, drops as well as the the loot pool. Um, I if you're in a, drop from if you're in a link shell that never has more than a few people on at a time, then of course this is the only way that you're gonna you're gonna know how to do it, and it would boost your productivity if if you never had a group on to run into a few at a time. But in a link shell like ours or or any any moderately large link shell, you have to you know take six or eight or or more people to do tier two. Is that that would be the best way to do it productivity wise, as far as I'm concerned. I have to agree. I mean, the problem, I think, is a perception problem. There are people that aren't go-getters. I, I would say that most of us are go-getters. When new content comes out, we're out there trying to do it. Uh, that some people will look at the, the idea that you can, quote-unquote, solo some of this content and say, oh, okay, you know, that means I don't have to do very much else to, to move ahead with this. Uh, I don't have to help anybody else. There's, it's not really a, a whole event. All right, so that that's going to wrap up our uh, discussion about VNMs right now. Uh, but I did want to move along and talk about a few things that are coming up in the update. Uh, the, this is going to be mostly speculative, so you know, feel feel free to dream. But uh, let's let's go ahead and look at a few of this. Um, now, the Magian weapons that they've been pre presented so far, a lot of people looked at the occasionally attacks twice weapons and said, well, those are awesome, and the high damage ones are pretty good, but a lot of people just completely ignored the Mage weapons. Now, Blaze, you already have a couple of these, if I'm not mistaken. What do you think of them so far? I have the Cure Potency plus 15% staff. I also have the Lightning staff with uh, Magic Attack plus 3, as it says on the staff, which comes out to be 5% greater damage than the uh, Jupiter staff. I mean, they, they are obviously amazing for what they do. The only issue that I have is that they both have the exact same name, so I can't carry them both on Black Mage. I have to use a, a light staff to cure on Black Mage. I mean, they're worth the time. They're, they're soloable if you really want to put the time in, like, on Black Mage and nuke things down. Um, better in a party, obviously, like all the Magian weapons are, and it's definitely worth the time. I, I, I did a uh, 3222 Burst 2 on uh, Fafnir, not long ago using this new staff, and I just know that I would never reach these numbers with uh, anything that I buy off the AH. So, uh, Iz, what do you think about the work-reward uh, aspect of this? Is the amount of time that goes to, to get these weapons equal to the quality of the weapons? Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, you can't beat them. Unless you got a relic. They're just... They're free, and they're, they're top of the line. I mean, I don't know. It's... I don't know how you can beat it. I mean, it Drawback does take work. The price of Haygun is but, now like 35% of what it was. But the work, I mean, the wow. work is totally worth it. Excellent, excellent. Okay, uh, Omoy, uh, what do you think is coming? What, what do you think this next update is going to bring us? I mean, they said there's going to be more updates for Magian weapons. What are we looking at? I think that was Sage Sunday calling you to talk to you about. Yeah. The <laughs> I haven't read anything right. about the update, so I have no idea. Let me ask you. No, that's fine. What do you think? What do you think is coming next? I mean, if you you've seen the progression of these weapons, you are probably the one that's not the farthest along with your pole arm, but you still know what the end end point is. Do you? What, what do you think would be the next logical step? Well, some of the rumors that are abounding is that they're going to reduce the requirement for you what you need to do to get to each. From each trial for some weapons that's i think that's quite that confirmed okay well i think that's reasonable i think the what you had to do to get your relic weapons to upgrade was just ridiculous it was just incredibly boring incredibly tedious and didn't go anywhere just running circles feeling angry i know particularly talking to cutipus when he was doing his dragoon one it drove him insane because modifier on gurkha skull is crap anyway and it's an incredibly inaccurate weapon skill it was just it was just crap it was just horrible horrible to do 
Oh, I think that's good. Because, I mean, I've, I'm doing a mage one and I'm doing a melee one. So I'm looking at the two difference and you... It's, it's just not the same. I've got to do five times more effort and presumment and hard work to get my melee weapon than I do my mage one. And I don't think that's necessarily a reasonable thing to do. Um, what else could they do to it? I do like the idea of being able to merge the bad weapons. That's the one thing I like a whole lot. Because I'm sure they're not going to make it the Galahorn, but if being able to get rid of all those 15 instruments that you carry around in inventory will be a godsend on its own. Yeah, I hope they do something as far as synergy goes with that. Being able to combine multiple weapons so you can combine all eight of the HQ staves to make one... The, ra the rainbow know, staff. Like a so-called prism staff or something like that. They should make, um, instead of just different flutes and whatnots, like just a super organ. Like you just summon like this super organ and you're just sitting there jamming out behind it and you're like, okay, everyone's got ballot. It, it, could, be, it could be another use for the harpsichord graphic that was used that one time. Maybe yeah. that'll solve your... The, the furnishing. Maybe that'll solve you know, your staff I... problem with it all being called the same thing. Maybe that's what they're intending to do. Maybe just let you merge them all together. One Tewaz to unite them. One Tewaz to bind them. The one Tewaz. Um, what kind of a name is that, <laughs> Tewaz? <laughs> I have no idea. That's a good question. Now, no my next question... has some sort of uh, background. Yeah, it's a, it's a high triple word score. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> my next question has to do with the coming new Empyrean weapons, or however you pronounce that word. Now, there's been a lot of debate about this. Uh, is Are these going to be upgraded to Trial of the Magians? Are they going to be upgraded through Abyssey? Are they going to be better than Relics and Mythics? Are they going to be on par? What What do you, what do you guys think? Uh, uh, Blaze, what do you think? It's going to be another side grade to the Magian weapons. They can't make anything as powerful as Relics, because Relics, obviously, they're Square's baby. They take the longest, they take the most money, they take the most time. So nothing will ever equal Relics, even if they have to keep on adding on Magian Trials up the ass. And I said that word, ass. Um, they keep on adding on more... A double S S. Keep on adding on more Magian trials to make them to keep them consistently more powerful than anything else that you could possibly do. I mean, not to say that the like I have the um the damage 89 Great Katana. Not to say that they can't add more damage to that later on as we get closer to 99, or that they can say you can undertake one of the um elemental trials like I can add strength and attack to it maybe, but it'll never be as powerful as a relic. And these new weapons I feel will be the same way. They'll be they'll be along the lines of the best Magian weapons. It'll probably be like a different quest line altogether, or something out of Abyssey, but they will never equal the relics. And mythics are another story entirely. None of them are, are worth anything except like a Yagrush or a, or the uh, Paladin Sword. But the fact that what the weapons think? were they were presented in the Abyssey, uh, you know, on the website launch. Like I don't think it'll have anything to do with with Trial of the Magians. I think the weapon skills may have something to do with Trial of the Magians, because they mentioned uh, that they're going to be adding to the we the current Trial of the Magians weapons something to strengthen your weapon skills. could mean that the new weapon skills come from that, but I definitely think that these new weapons will be uh, linked to Abyssey. It won't have anything to do with Trial of the Magians. Now, they definitely were on the Abyssey website, but in the description of them, remember they do say that they're empowered with the Magian Mughalhood's magic, so oh, maybe it has to do with case, both? I mean, I, I mean, I don't think it, I, I think that maybe it's going to be something where, like Dynamis, where you have to get the base weapons from Abyssey, and then you have to move, and then um, you know get the upgrades through Abyssey, but end up having to trade them to the Magians, like you trade them to you trade your relic to the Goblin, or you trade trade your Alexanderite to the Keykern. Well, Trial of the Magians is 14 weapon types, and the uh, the new weapons just introduced are the same 14 weapon types. So, I think that there is definitely a correlation between the two. Oh, I, I definitely agree. I I totally think that they're going to be um, a Trial of the Magians extension. I, what I what I predict is that you know you'll trade in your your finished product, and it'll be like, hey, here's mission, blah blah blah. Go to Abyssey and kill this super looking flying crab thing, and you know just do it 900 times, and you know double lots weather. So what, you, you mean think we're going to have to kill the flying spaghetti monster in Abyssey? It's <laughs> like. So do you think it's going to be like, uh, I guess it could be almost like Limbus, where they're like, you know, go get this chip 
bring it back and then go to this other area in Abyssey, or do you think it's just going to be more like, you know, go to Abyssey and kill all these mobs like you would in the regular areas? I, I think it's... Mobs. It could be... Yeah, it, it's, I definitely believe it's going to be uh, some Abyssey-related stuff, but I believe it's either going to be, um, you know, killing mobs, uh, depending on what trial you're doing, I believe it'll probably be killing new Abbey mobs or collecting, um, you know, maybe new items that drop from them to trade in. It's, it's so hard to tell. I think it'll yeah, be it in different. the same style as um, the V&Ms that are current, but just in a different zone with different stuff. And, and as far as Abyssey goes, I don't, I don't know if people think that it's going to be instance like a Dynamis. You're, you're paying $10 for it. They have to let you go into it anytime you want. But I, I kind of agree with that. I, I don't know how they're going to handle it, but it does seem like there's going to be... It, it's got to be better than Dynamis. So, Omwe, what what do you think is going to come? Do you, are, is this? I mean, the pole arm looks pretty cool. Is it something you're going to want? I think that these are weapons that are going to be accessible, very accessible. I don't think they're being sold like the relics were, and I don't think they're being sold the same way the mythic weapons were either. I think this is going. To, I don't think it's going to be as complicated as it seems to get them. I think you're going to have to put a bit of work into it, and and you know you're actually going to have to. You're going to apply some initiative, but I also think that it's also going to do. You're going to be able to affect them in different ways. So you get your base weapon and it does whatever, and then you can stick things on it with synergy, and you can grade it through the trial of the magians, and you can fiddle around with it because that's where SE is moving towards. They're moving less and less towards sticking random weird bits of things on gear that nobody ever uses, letting you do that yourself. Well, I mean, I, let's like be careful a... here. Uh, if I might interrupt, the, the let's I am very wary of synergy at this point. It it is to me Mablin, Moblin Maze mongers and Blue Mage and FOV in that it's out there. It's probably great for some people, but it's really abstract and really something I'm not going to get into as a normal player. Uh, I, I hope that's not the way. I know I, I hope it's inscribed the kind of the same way where you can say I want to put this stat on it or uh, what do I have to do to put this stat on it. And, but I, to take it to the synergist and whoever is one's leveled in and the three different people I have to get to do that, I'm a little wary of that. But if they introduce that, then that just means more people do it. At the end of the day, synergy is just another craft. It's still relatively new, so the less people invest in it, you can't even get to the level cap on it at the moment. Yeah, that is definitely true. All right. Um, now that we've had a, a short discussion about that, uh, this is all coming in the next update. Um, there's definitely new gear that's been introduced. I even had a post on my blog about it being AF3, and now I've looked at it again, and then I've reconsidered, and I don't think that's EF3 at all. I think it's probably going to be Magian base gear, but that's just my guess. Um, uh, what? Let's just do a quick rundown of what everybody thinks that's coming in this update. Um, oh, wait, what, I mean, what are you looking forward to the most? I mean, what what is sticking out to you in this update as the number one thing that you want to do, the, you know, you get your download done and, you know, you're apparently going to be at my house at that time. Not apparently, but you're definitely going to be at my house at that time. Uh, what would be the first thing you wanted to do? I want to hit level 80. <laughs> well, no, I don't want to. I want to hit level 76. That's the first thing I want to do when they love downsells. I want to get my 1 XP. That's the first thing oh, I want I got to my, do. I got my XP scroll waiting. Been holding on to I'm it for months now. <laughs> I'm logging out in Nashmau, just like in the uh, in the Vanifest video. I'm gonna run out to um, Kedarva Meyer and just kill birds and get all my jobs. I have 13 75s. I'm gonna get them all to 76 within five minutes. Ice, is that what you're gonna do too? No, I'm gonna just jump on all the new content. Whether you know, uh, whatever it looks like, it, it has the best items. That's what I'm gonna do. If it's if it's VNM, great. If it's Trial of Magians, great. If it's something Abyssy, I'll probably get into Abyssy first. I think Walk of Echoes is also in this update, isn't it? We haven't even heard anything about it, but it is. Uh, we haven't really heard much about it, but here's the thing. I think that, yes, that will be of interest, but I think that to a certain extent it'll take a backseat to people wanting to get the next level on their job because we haven't been able to do that in such a long time. You hit 75 and that's the end of it. You do merits, which is not the same as leveling. All right, well, that just about wraps it up for today. Uh, I want to thank Blaze, uh, Ice Blaze, Ismin, and Omoy. I also want to take, a, take a, a moment to especially thank Aniro for recording this. Uh, he is the person that runs Limit Break Radio. If you don't know who he is, you probably hate him enough to forget him. Uh, but uh, everybody else loves him. Now, uh, this is our first show on Wait. this. Uh, 
You don't. You don't. Annie's recording this. Annie's recording this. I know. I know. But Callow is not there. <laughs> thank God. What? What am I doing with my Walkman then? Man, I have my Walkman right up to my speakers recording this. <laughs> those those tapes will be valuable someday, but as I was saying, this is our this is our first recorded show. Uh, Annie's going to chop it up. Hopefully, it sounds okay and bent. Uh, we couldn't get Skype to work, unfortunately. Uh, I'm looking forward to this update, and uh, hopefully, this this show, uh, as as it is currently called, Riddle Me This, we may come up with something better. But right now, I think Riddle Me This is the best we're going to get. It's a little piney, but you know, it's okay. And uh, uh, hopefully, we'll have another show next month for you. All right. Thank you very much for listening. Bye. Final Fantasy, Tetramaster, and Vonadeel are registered trademarks of Square Enix. Square Enix and Play Online are trademarks of Square Enix. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. The Limit Break Radio Network is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Share-Alike United States license. For more information on Creative Commons licenses, visit creativecommons.org.